Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, Alan. Now, Eamon, a total of seven bridges uh, countywide were completely washed away. This was shortly after Christmas. Just take us back to what actually happened, please. Yeah, we had probably a 100-year storm uh, on Christmas over the Christmas period, uh, and it did terrible damage. I have never seen anything in my lifetime anyway, Alan. Uh, there were seven bridges identified uh, where roads had to be closed. Now, subsequently, we had said at the time that some of the water was being still in spade and the river so deep that we subsequently examined uh, other bridges and we've identified another two that require work. As well as that, we thousand thousands of metres of uh, roadway washed away. So we've been working away at all that since then, Alan. All right, some of the healthy exchanges between yourself and Councillor Carl. I just have a summary of some of it here, and I'll give you a chance just to, to, to give your view of it, please. He said, the bridge at Little Collinstown, flooding at Grotown, Timon, damage to the Crooker Bridge, Timon, flooding in Bridgetown, Dunkormick and Wellington Bridge. The people that were flooded remain in the same position. No clarity as to whether they will even receive shuttering to keep the water out when the flood again, not to mention a serious attempt at cleaning the canals, rivers and gripes. The low-lying lands of Wexford need serious attention. Our people's lives will be turned upside down again next winter. We were lucky there wasn't a loss of life during the flooding and he also mentioned the state of the Cocklestrand Road in Bannow. Now that led to some very interesting exchanges between you and him. Just for the benefit of our listeners, Eamon, can you upgrade us on those areas? Now look at the other areas because I've also got other comments coming in from listeners as well. So uh, in relation to what Councillor Cole raised yesterday, what was your response? Yeah, well, uh, the work on the the bridges has has been quite interesting. I said uh, there's great credit to the designers and the people that are working to put everything back in place. I suppose the busiest bridge uh, was the Chapel Bridge. It's also known as Avnaglora and the R735. And uh, the stage one works on all the bridges at Bar Wilton, and I can talk about that later, have all been completed. Now, that, that, that was just to make safe the remaining infrastructure that we wouldn't have further deterioration. So on all the bridges, that's been completed. Uh, we ended up putting in a Bailey Bridge uh, in Chapel, uh, on the Chapel Bridge. Uh, now, it's a one-way system, but I think the people down there are very grateful. Now, that was back up and running, that Bailey Bridge, uh, on February the 11th. In Kilcarbury Bridge, um, all the works were completed and that road has been open to the traffic since March. I think, you know, uh, the good news tends to get lost sometimes in, in what's what's left to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiltilly Bridge, now that was a really interesting one because there was some significant ESB cables uh, and wind power cables. So that was really delicate work. But again, we have a one-way system operating on that uh, as well. Uh, on Balnavarney Bridge, that was deep and unsafe. We had to get a specialist dive team in there, and the works are ongoing on that, and it will reopen this month. Raheem Bridge uh, is another bridge with a lovely arch, so we've uh, put that back in the old uh, masonry way, and again, it's, it's a lovely bridge, and we're hoping to have that open uh, this month as well. Grand Bridge uh, is another bridge where we had masonry construction uh, on the abutments and the wing walls and the pointing, and that will open uh, reopen in May as well. Mm-hmm. I suppose the controversial one that um, was brought up by both Councillor Barden and Councillor Codders Little uh, Collinstown Bridge, uh, there's a four kilometre detour for people uh, to, to negotiate that. And people don't know that south, maybe south of Camross, east of Kilgarvan, about four kilometres north of Fox Mills. And again, the stage one works have been completed on that. Now, uh, as you've heard, we're sourcing the Bailey Bridge from the UK. Now, we have to get over customs and everything else, so I'm hoping that will be sorted out this week. So, again, there will be a temporary Bailey Bridge uh, at Little Collinstown, which we loan uh, after the work when we uh, put the bridge back in place. 
Yeah. Uh, so if something like this happens again, we'll have one of our own Bailey Bridges. So there's a lot of really good work uh, ongoing, uh, and I appreciate people's patience. Uh, uh, for the rest of it, where the bridges were completely washed away, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on what way you look at it, we do have to go through uh, the planning process. We do have to get a Section 50 from the OPW. Uh, we do have to carry out the topographical surveys, the hydraulic studies and then design and tender docks and, and as I say whether people like it or not uh, the two bridges that were completely washed away do require that and also the bridge at Wilton, Wilton where we'll be doing a controlled demolition of two centre spans of that yeah. uh, this week so they've all moved on significantly and as I say I've, I've listed all the ones yeah. that have reopened uh, and more to reopen this month and uh, we, we, as far as uh, I'm concerned uh, there's great work being done uh, on all that severely damaged infrastructure. And just to clarify what you said there about the bridge at Little Collinstown and the flooding at Grote, we'll get on to flooding in a second Eamon, I don't want to digress too much but just what did you say about the little bri- the, the bridge at Little Collinstown that both those councillors Barden and Cod mentioned yesterday? Uh, that we, we have sourced a Bailey Bridge, which yeah. is uh, a prefabricated structure that we can lift into place. It spans uh, the opening that was left when the bridge was uh, completely okay. destroyed. And it, it allows one-way traffic uh, in the interim till we get all the permissions and design done. Right. Uh, and then uh, we, we put that bridge back in place. Okay, and that, that temporary bridge, when will that be in place, Eamon? As I say, I hope to sign the executive order to purchase it this week. So, yeah. uh, say if, if delivery is a week or two, we have it in place in a further week or two. That's uh, okay. that's my best guess on that at the moment, Alan. Yeah, yeah. I know you're you're caught for time pressure. You have to be at a meeting at half ten, so I don't want to delay you from that. But uh, I've got a comment from a listener, Gal Bally Balbrennan, all the way uh, to Wexford. If that's where we want to travel ten miles extra, when is this going to be done? If this was an urban, it would be done straight away. We're already paying extra for diesel to travel. We pay road tax. No one is assisting us. Can you put some light on this? Uh, if we were to comp... Uh, uh, that's the general gist of the text. Now, it's coming a little bit broken from a residence in the area. Is this one... Can you shed some light on that for me, please, Eamon? Gal Bally, Ballbrennan, is it? All the way to Wexford. Does that ring a bell with you, that area? Uh, if, if, if you want to take that message and pass it on, it's certainly go directly back to uh, your, your listener there. With yeah, the, the text, on the text yeah. has just come in in front of me on the screen here. It may be in broken format, so if that resident would like to contact, actually give Orla a call at 053-914-5222. I'll pass those comments directly on uh, to Director of Services, Eamon Hoare. Eamon, flooding. What's the story with flooding and the general areas that have been flooded? Yeah, in, in relation to the flooding, I know that the OPW have been, have been invited down to address the council. Um, I expect them to come down within the next couple of months. Uh, that letter has gone out. But our own people, both the area engineer and the senior engineer, uh, have met with the OPW in relation to the flooding. Um, and again, as I, as I said out yesterday, um, uh, the, the, what they've agreed with the Wexford County Council is that Wexford County Council will make an application to the OPW under uh, the coastal, under the minor work schemes for flooding, for funding, and to supply the installation of flood barriers, which I think you mentioned there, Ariel Allen, at the affected properties. Now, this is a short-term solution. Uh, now, the OPW have told us that, in their opinion, these funding applications will be looked upon favourably by the OPW. So, again, in relation to flooding, the topographic survey of Bridgetown to determine the extent of the scheme uh, for the flood barriers is complete. Uh, the OPW verbally confirmed that they would uh, fund the scheme up to 95% of the cost, which is great. So tender docks are being prepared for flood, being prepared for the flood barriers on this basis, and will be issued this week in parallel with the funding application. 
Now, there's, uh, we've also apl- applying for uh, feasibility studies to inform the further design processes in Bridgetown, Wellington Bridge, uh, and they'll be submitted this week as well. So the OPW have moved uh, on this, and they also tell us that um, they're carrying out drainage works this year, uh, and that, that's good to hear as well. So yep. uh, we'll keep dealing with the OPW, and hopefully they will, they will come down to address the council. And one area, before we conclude, is cost. Uh, when I last spoke to you about this, you said it would run into several millions. How, how are we managing to cope financially with this? Where is the funding going to come from to do all this? We've, we've already secured, I, I said about 3.5 million at the time to you, Alan, if you remember, but I said I expected that to rise as we carried out further surveys. Now, we actually have uh, received a grant of four million from the department, which we're very grateful for, and that's already with us. It's, it's, it doesn't require any further application. And they've also said uh, if the works uh, go above that level of funding, they will uh, see to it that uh, we get any funding that's necessary. So uh, they put their money where their mouths are, and we have the four million, as I say, already. So uh, we can drive on with the work. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.